to the Mission Dorothy Podcast with your hostess, Tamikis Williams. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us here today at the Mission Dorothy Podcast. So I hope you guys had a fantastic uh, weekend if you are listening to this um right after I upload. And if you're listening to this any other day, I hope that you guys are doing well and I hope that your day is going great. So this is part three of our series when it comes to boundaries. And, um, you know, thus far, I hope that part one and part two has been very helpful to you guys when it comes to setting boundaries in your own life. Right. And so, you know, we've discussed a lot so far. Right. We've talked about what are boundaries and we looked at um, the difference between rigid boundaries as well as loose boundaries. Right. And so we talked about different types of boundaries when it comes to your physical, your sexual, your intellectual, your emotional and your financial And so we talked about those five different types of boundaries individually as well um, in part two. And so here in part three, we're going to talk about the difference between, um, I'm sorry, we're going to talk about personal boundaries. And we're also going to talk about 10 ways um, to set and maintain your boundaries as well. All right. And so then we will wrap it up with also recognizing the boundaries of others. And so um, let's dive right on in. And so, as I stated, I hope you guys have really been putting this work to use. We all can benefit from getting a clear understanding when it comes to boundaries And um, whether it's personal or whether it is setting boundaries with those that are in your life as well. And so I hope that you guys have, you know, started to really take a look at your own um, boundaries when it comes to your physical boundaries, your sexual boundaries, intellectual boundaries, emotional boundaries and financial boundaries. Right. And so I want you to really be mindful of that. And I just want to add like a little caveat to that. And that is, I just want you guys to really be mindful of, you know, if we go all the way back to the six pillars of self-esteem and looking at living consciously, we have to really be mindful of setting boundaries when it comes to uh, distractions, right? And negative distractions. We're talking about social media. We're talking about, um, you know, um, I'm sorry, I just had a little brain, um, uh, my brain just went blank. (laughs) Okay, we're talking about social media, we're talking about telephone, we're talking about uh, procrastination, perfectionism, right? We're talking about those negative uh, distractions that we also may need to set boundaries with. Also looking at at other behaviors within us, right? Going back to, you know, um, just personal boundaries, right? With yourself when it comes to any negative behaviors that you may have 
that you know you need to work on, right? And that you know you need to set boundaries when it comes to drinking, when it comes to any drug use, when it comes to cursing, you know, any of those things that are in your life that you feel you want to let go of or need to let go of or maybe causing some major issues in your life like perfectionism, uh, procrastination, using avoidance, anger, you know, those types of things as well. So I definitely want you to uh, be mindful of those uh, setting boundaries when it comes to negative distractions as well. So when we look at personal boundaries, we need to understand that boundaries are basically, you know, um, protocols that you put in place in order to separate your feelings from someone else's, right? That goes back to those people pleasers, those yes uh, men and yes women, right? It is taking on other people's stuff. And so the goal here is, is to, um, with boundaries, you're separating your emotions from other people's emotions. And the good part about that is, is that you are uh, giving people their responsibility back. And what I mean by that is, is that you're no longer taking on other people's responsibility. You're placing it right back in their lap and you are walking away with what is your responsibility and nothing extra. Right. And so when we just think about just uh, us naturally as humans, we want to take in consideration that, you know, we have our own thoughts. We have our own beliefs. We have our own memories. We have our own life experiences. And we don't want to blur that with somebody else's stuff. Right. So boundaries is just a healthy way of um, helping you to identify and um put space in between your feelings, your stuff and somebody else's stuff, right? Um and so um when we think about uh like if we were to think about um physical boundaries, right? So when our physical boundaries are crossed, you know, we have to rely on our own internal systems to alarm us, to let us know that our physical boundaries have been crossed, right? Our emotional boundaries have been crossed. Our um, psychological boundaries have been crossed, right? And so as an example, um, in that uh, psych article that I'm pulling, referencing, um, it says, if you come away uh, from a meeting or a telephone conversation with friends, family, or anyone feeling depleted, anxious, wound up, there are probably um, boundaries that have been breached, right? There may be boundaries that have been breached. So Think about this again. If you're having a conversation with someone and you tend to walk away from that conversation, whether it's friends, family, co-workers, um, and you're feeling depleted, you're feeling anxious or wound up, you're feeling, uh, you know, taken advantage of, you're feeling uh, that feeling of, oh my God, I just signed up to do something else over, you know, the feeling of overwhelmed, then probably you did not do a good job with setting boundaries in that conversation, right? So setting boundaries is definitely beneficial. Um, you know, it's really beneficial when it comes to just defining our own identity, 
right? When having them in place, it limits your exposure to stress and the body's production of adrenaline and that stress hormone cortisol, right? And so basically you're protecting your own well-being. You're protecting your own mental well-being by setting those boundaries because when we get stressed, right, we will produce adrenaline. So we get worked up, anxious, you know, and then we start to produce that cortisol, which is a hormone and it's the stress hormone. And for women, ours is released right around our midsection, which is our stomach area, right? And so for some women, they may diet, they may work out and cannot lose that gut, you know? And so two places you need to look, A, drinking, right? Because alcohol sits in the gut, especially beer. But secondly, um, stress, right? It's the cortisol. That cortisol is being released every time you're stressed. So if you live a high stressful life, um, um, then therefore, you know, it can sit right there in that gut area, right? And um, <clears throat> so, you know, that's one consequence of not setting boundaries, right? Is it's a health uh, issue. Secondly, it's a mental, emotional issue because you start to feel overwhelmed. You're, um, you know, already feeling like you have too much on your plate as it is. Then you start to have those feelings of guilt if you go back to say no or actually I can't do it. And it just spirals out of control, right? And, you know, you are left feeling, um, you know, some kind of hurt, pain, overwhelmed, just negative emotions, right? And so um, the goal with boundaries is showing that you are in control as much as possible when it comes to what you want and what you don't want to do. That, you know, boundaries, that's just that. Right. It helps you to be in control of your time. It helps you to be in control of your space. It helps you to be in control of your body. It helps you to be in control of your finances, your emotions, right? Your relationships. And so boundaries are very important, as we can see, um, you know, when it comes to our mental well-being, physical well-being and emotional well-being. Right. And so um, boundaries can also keep you safe in relationships, right? Whether it's personal, professional, romantic. Um, and that's really important, you know, because those are the places where we tend to allow boundaries to just kind of be all over the place is in our relationships when it comes to our profession, when it comes to our our family and then our romantic relationships, right? And so uh, we want to definitely make sure that we're doing a good job with setting those boundaries because as we can see, there are definitely repercussions there. And so, you know, when we look at a little research, you know, research also shows that blurred boundaries, right? Those boundaries that are not as clear when it comes to work and home life are linked 
to unhealthier lifestyles and lower level of happiness, along with a high risk of family conflict. So you want to get yours in order, right? You want to make sure that those boundaries are clear, right? That the person walks away understanding that you have set clear boundaries. They get it. They understand it. There's no questions. No, I cannot do it, period. That's clear. So when the person walk away, they understand what? That you cannot do it. You cannot partake, right? And so you definitely want to make sure that your boundaries are clear and that they are not blurry, right? Clear, specific boundaries, not shady, blurred, murky, you know, like clear, (laughs) okay? Clear boundaries, y'all. All right. So we've been able to see, you know, the negatives when it comes to personal boundaries and when you're not doing a good job at setting those boundaries and making sure that they are clear. Um, we're, we just reviewed, you know, that there are some health when it comes to mental and emotional health issues that can be caused due to not setting boundaries as well. So let's dive into the 10 ways to set and maintain good boundaries. So make sure you have your pencil in your your paper um, to take notes. All right. So as we get started with these 10 ways to set and maintain boundaries, understand that it's key that you understand why each boundary you set is important to you, right? You want to also think about how will it benefit your emotional and mental well-being. So anytime you're stuck with setting a boundary, ask yourself these two questions. If I don't set this boundary, it will blank, 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 right? If I don't set this boundary, I will feel blank, blank, blank. So you're going to finish those sentence stems, right? So if I don't set this boundary, this will happen. If I do set this boundary, this could happen, right? If my boundary is not clear, this could also happen. So finish those three sentence stems, right? It's because it's important for you to understand why that boundary is important to you. The more you understand, the more you can identify its importance, the more adamant you're going to be about setting it, okay? So when you can see, well, my emotional health will be fantastic once I set this boundary, right? My Physical health is going to be good once I set this boundary, right? So make sure that you really sit with that, right? Because anytime we feel uncomfortable about something, that defense mechanism kicks in and then we can use avoidance and back off of it. 
Boundaries is not going to always feel good, especially to the other person that you're setting the boundary in, you know, uh, for, right? They're going to feel like you're changing. They don't know who this new person is. They may feel like they did something wrong. So for the people that are in your life, when you set boundaries with the people that are closest to you, help them understand why you're setting that boundary. That way they won't have all of these uh, scrambled thoughts about what's going on and what is this change in our relationship. If you know that you've been the yes ma'am in a relationship, when you say no, things are going to shift. That person is going to feel a certain way. They're going to look at you differently. And so, you know, sometimes it can help having that initial uh, conversation when it comes to helping them understand why you are setting the boundary that you are setting, okay? And that way they won't be caught off guard. And I'm talking about people that, you know, you're, you, that you're in relationships with. This is family, this is friends, you know, this is, you know, the coworkers, um, supervisor. But anybody outside of your immediate circle, you don't always have, you don't have to explain that. You don't have to, just set the boundary. You don't have to explain that, okay? All right, so think about it. Think about how you're going to feel on the other side of that boundary. Once it's in place, it's enforced, and it is regular, right? Because you don't want to set boundaries and not be consistent. You want to be consistent. You have to be consistent. That is the key for allowing a boundary to work so that you can see progress. You have to be consistent. A lot of times people will set boundaries and will not be consistent when it comes to making sure that this person is not um, pushing past your boundary. You're holding them responsible for paying attention and respecting your boundary. So make sure that you are keeping consistency in front when it comes to your boundaries. Because if you are not consistent with setting them, people will not be consistent with following them because they're going to think that you're playing and you're teaching them how to behave when it comes to you and your boundaries. Okay. So as we talk about the 10 steps, that's that first one. It is, um, I'm sorry, um, the, um, the first one is be consistent, right? I just talked about that. Be consistent. Letting, letting your boundaries slide can lead to confusion and encourage new expectations and demands among those around you, right? So here you are trying to set one boundary, but they're pushing, pushing for new expectations and new demands. No, boo-boo. Set that boundary, okay? Set the boundary. And that way, you know, when you're when you set the boundary, when you are consistent about holding them accountable, when you are consistent about setting your boundary and keeping it there, then it will reduce new expectations and demands. Right? So make sure that you are being consistent, okay? So try keeping things consistent and steady. This will help to reinforce your original threshold and beliefs, and it ensures 
those lines remain clearly established, right? So number one, be consistent when you set your boundary. Number two, set them early. Set them early, right? So sometimes it can be really hard to start putting boundaries in, especially in pre-existing relationships as I discussed, right? Why? Because if that relationship is already pre-existing, like I said, everybody who's on the receiving end of your boundary is not going to be happy about the change, right? Think about it. If you've been in therapy and and you started to break some negative behaviors about um, in I'm sorry negative behaviors in your relationships. People wasn't always happy about it, were they? No, they were not. Right. So it's the same thing with boundaries. Make sure that you set them early in the relationship. That way you ward off people thinking that they can take advantage of you, that you're a yes, ma'am or a yes, sir, that, um, you know, they can just push their agenda on you. Nope. You set that about you set that boundary early in that relationship so that people get can understand the dynamics of the relationship. OK. All right. So number one is be consistent. Number two, you set the you set the boundaries early, early. The earlier you set them, the less frustrated you will feel, the less um, confused uh, the other person will feel and um, you will save yourself some emotional pain. Okay, so set those boundaries early in relationships. You know, this goes back to. When we think about relationships, especially romantic relationships, but you can look at this in your friendships too. Think, sit, have a conversation with yourself and sit and assess what you want in your relationships, romantic or friendship. What do you want? That way, when you walk into a new relationship, you already know what you want and those wants can come with the boundaries. So you go ahead and set those boundaries early so that this relationship starts off with healthy boundaries. Now, I'm not talking about negative boundaries, but it starts off with healthy boundaries from the jump, right? Uh, okay. All right. So third, create a framework, much like what I just said, right? So it all depends on your relationships, the type of relationship that you have, right? Boundaries vary depending on the type of relationships. But however, if you find it helpful, there's no reason not to have a few basics in place that can be adapted accordingly. So consider getting um, an hour or two of a long time each weekend, right? So this is a boundary that you want to set. You want to get at least two hours. This is an example. I'm sorry. So the, here's an example of creating a framework. So you uh, consider getting an hour or two of alone time each weekend. This boundary could apply whether you live with a partner, have a busy social schedule, with friends or are close with your family, right? So setting that framework 
is you taking out the time to go ahead and set that two hour block time. So you're going to go ahead on your calendar. You're going to block off that hour or two that you want for yourself. That's a boundary. Boom. Right. That's why that's why I say, you know, in, in, in sessions, you know, sometimes I talk about for my clients, you know, the importance of writing out that calendar so you can see where that blank time is. Right. So that you can see, hey, you know what? I have an extra hour or two. Like right now I'm doing this this podcast episode. It is today is Tuesday. It is two o'clock. Now, two o'clock is usually my lunch time. But I realized that I did not um, upload a new episode on Monday. I just didn't have the time. And so I'm like, you know what? I got this break. Let me go ahead and get this episode in so that I can upload it. Um, And then I can move on with the rest of my day. Right. So um, I ate breakfast. I ate a hearty breakfast. So therefore, it freed up this lunchtime for me. Right. So. Therefore, you know, when anytime I have breaks on my schedule, I will write in what I want to do during that time. So that's a boundary. That means that during that time, nothing else will get any attention except for what I've scheduled to do during that little hour block. Right. And so. Um, if you so. Setting the framework. The framework is, is that I already have the habit of utilizing a uh, calendar, right? And on my calendar, when I have free time, I go ahead and assign tasks for that free time if I have some other things that I want to do. So that's a framework, right? That is something that I've put in place and I use it on a regular basis, Right. So if you're trying to set a boundary of getting some some self-care, or some self, some quality time with yourself, then take that set that boundary and say, hey, every Saturday from seven to eight, that's just my hour that I'm going to sit down and just kind of focus on me. That's when I'm going to give me some thought. Right. Everybody else is on hold. The family is on hold. Work is on hold. Everything else is on hold. I am using this time for me. Right. So that is what uh, this means by setting the framework. Okay, so that's number three of ways to set and maintain good boundaries. You already you got your framework in order. Another way, another framework is being clear when it comes to your negotiables and non-negotiables in your relationships. So if you've already sat down with yourself and you said, you know, self, girl, okay, so what are what what's our non-negotiables in relationships? What are those things that we are not dealing with, period, right? What are our non-negotiables? What are our negotiables? What are, the, what are those areas and things, you know, topics that we're willing to kind of negotiate? Those are negotiables, right? So that's a framework. I sat down, I came up with my negotiables and my non-negotiables. Now I can take that and apply that when I set my boundaries. So I'm take, I'm creating boundaries related to my non-negotiables, right? So that's a framework, right? 
like, it, you know, that is a framework. Um, that's an example of um, a framework. And so I want you um, to understand that um, a framework, if you were to look at the definition, framework is a set structure in which tasks are performed and completed. Right? So that's what we mean by make sure that you create a framework for how you're going to set these boundaries. Okay? All right. So that's our first three. Be consistent, number one. Set them early, number two. And create a framework, number three. Number four, feel free to add extras. So in some aspects of our lives, there are boundaries already in place, right? Such as the workplace, such as when it comes to laws. Um, but... We need to understand that those that are already set into place, these are minimum. Right. And so. Um, colleagues will likely have some of their own in place and it's OK for you to add some, too. So basically what this is saying is, is that. When you set a boundary or let's just say if there is a natural, a natural Boundary. Natural boundaries are boundaries that are already set in place. So laws is a natural boundary, right? Your colleagues um, will have their own boundaries. You can't control that. So that's a natural boundary, right? And so you can always take that natural boundary and then add some little mini boundaries to it, right? So by doing this, um, this can enhance your ability to set boundaries and strengthen your boundaries, right? So if we think about it, like when you set boundaries on the job, you, you, you tend to be a little bit more happier on the job, right? You're a little bit less stressed because you've set those boundaries and what is getting on uh, Kim's nerve at work is not touching you because you've already set boundaries and Kim didn't. So when we think about feel free to add extras, you can add little other you can add to the boundary. Right. If you have a boundary that's in place and over time things have changed, the relationship have changed, feel free to add extras to that boundary. Right. Sometimes you, it has to be adjust. So please note this boundaries, even though you want to put them in place and let them be fixed, they are still adaptable. So you can still go in and make some changes. All right. So feel free to add extras to the boundaries you may already have set or if there are natural boundaries there, then just like this example, your colleagues may already have their own boundaries in place. So then you can come in and add to that boundary on your on your your own. I mean, on your terms. Right. 
So the colleague has their boundaries in place and then you can come in and add some boundaries to that. Right. So that is number four. Feel free to add extras. Number five, be aware of social media when it comes to boundaries. Oh, my goodness. Right. So when we think about social media, Social media is out there so that we can communicate with each other in so many extra ways outside of just the telephone, right? And so, um, but the thing about social media is, is that we already know social media, honey, uh, the boundaries is blurred, murky. They're all over the place. Some of your boundaries may not be strong enough. Um, Some of the boundaries can be weak, like, um, you got to be really strict when it comes to social media. And please, especially in your, your romantic relationship, Lord Jesus, please make sure that you and your mate have clear boundaries set, right? Y'all have had the conversation. You guys have come up with, um, you know, ways of making sure that your boundaries are, I'm sorry, you have come up, you've had the conversation about social media. You guys have a, have worked together to come up with um, agreeable boundaries. You guys have agreed to set those boundaries into place. Those boundaries are into place and you guys are upholding those boundaries and making sure that no one is pushing past them, Right. So please be mindful. Social media, definitely you have to have boundaries set there. Also, when we talk about social media, I think we've all seen it on Facebook where people just overshare, right? They may get into it with their mate. They go to Facebook and they just blurt out all of their feelings as it relates to an argument that them and they mate got into and they will put all of their business out there on social media. Then now all your friends looking at your mate sideways, y'all made up, but your friends are still stuck in what you put on Facebook. So please be mindful of oversharing boundaries when it comes to social media, right? Also, let's think about um, your settings with your all of your social media accounts, going in your security settings, going in your uh, settings and setting boundaries when it comes to who can post, who can uh, uh, embed this video, who can, um, you know, leave a comment, who can see my pictures you know, so make sure that you're utilizing those settings to set boundaries. That's another way of setting boundaries, right? So make sure that you go in that social media in your account profile and go in there and set those boundaries, honey, because it's needed, right? So, um, you know, you want to be really mindful when it comes to social media and, and setting boundaries, because once we put it out there, it's out there. Even if we deleted it, it's still out there somewhere stored, okay? So if you deem a particular action as boundary crossing in your real life, your concerns are no less valid when it occurs digitally. You don't have to expose yourself to social media that's distressing you, right? So you don't have to put all your stuff out there on social media. You don't. 
You don't have to put all your business out there on social media. You don't have to put all your feelings out there on social media. Some of that stuff you really need to keep to yourself. You understand what I'm saying? So make sure that you set boundaries when it comes to your social media. Okay, please. I have read this article of this girl. <laughs> Y'all know, do it for the gram, right? Do it for the gram. I read this article on this girl. Um, and this girl, I think she was in like, what, um, $10,000, in debt. All for the gram. Right. So this girl is going on trips and buying clothes and all this expensive stuff. Why? So just so she could take a picture and put it on the ground. Right. So she did not set a couple of boundaries. She didn't set boundaries with herself when she started this whole Instagram um, pro, um, profile. She did not set financial boundaries when it came to her spending. Um. You know, she did not set any personal boundaries when it came when it comes to, uh, you know, working to try to become an influencer. And now here she is with this beautiful Instagram page, but the girl is sitting in debt. OK, so she needed to set some personal boundaries there that she did not. So. Please set boundaries when it comes to social media. And also, please teach that to your children, right? Because, you know, kids will, they'll put their whole life on social media, the whole life, right? So just make sure that you talk with them about boundaries when it comes to social media. And you may want to set some natural boundaries for them uh, because, you know, their, their brain is still developing. So therefore they're not going to be able to come up with all the boundaries that they should set. So that's where you come in as the parent to help them understand why and what boundaries they need to consider. All right. So, um, so that's, um, what six, I think I've covered. So we started with set them early. Number one, number two, Start small. Three, be consistent. Four, create a framework. Five, feel free to add extras. Six, be aware of social media. Seven is communication. Now, we got to be mindful. People can't expect, you know, it's a lot of times, oh, well, you should have known. No, as they say, Assuming it makes an ass out of you and me. Okay? Clear boundaries. Clear. So when we think about communication, communication is key and critical when it comes to boundaries. Especially if someone consistently overstep yours. While you might need to raise your concerns, these, these discussions need not to be confrontational. So as you work to set your boundaries, you know you have to communicate the boundary. Can't just set it and think that the person is going to automatically understand that you set a boundary. No, communicate your boundaries so that people are clear about what your boundary is, especially those who know you set the boundary, but keep trying to push past it. Now, don't get upset, right? I mean, you know, some situations may cause a little anger. 
But keep your cool because at the end of the day, you have control to in setting your own boundaries as well as holding that person responsible for not pushing past your boundaries. That's if you are not a people pleaser or a yes, ma'am, yes, sir type of person. Because if you are those types, then you may allow them to push past your boundaries. But we are working to get you out of that, right? So we talked about that in part two. So make sure, you know, when people keep pushing past your boundaries, you stay firm and pushing back by recalling to that person that you have that boundary set. You got every right to hold that boundary up and to make sure that people are not pushing past your boundaries. Okay? So, for example, let's just say you have a friend who sends messages nonstop. Now, you can text them back and say, honey, can you stop sending all these messages? I'll reply when I have time, right? Or, okay, you keep blowing up my phone. Can you please chill? Right? No, we don't want to handle the boundary there. Just a little while ago, I had a, a customer rep from a company that I was uh, I was using their fax, and I've ended my relationship with that fax company and started one with a new company. And the guy, I was in session, and he kept hanging up and calling, hanging up and calling, hanging up and calling. And so I had to email him to let him know that I am a therapist, I am in session, please just leave a voicemail. Don't keep hanging up and calling because if I didn't answer on the first go, I'm not going to answer on the third or fourth go either. Leave the voicemail and I'll call you back. That was me setting a boundary nice professionally. Right? Now, that's how I should have did it. But y'all, I did not, okay? (laughs) What I really sent was, I sent him an email, and in the email, I said, um, what did I say? In the email, I said, um, I did. I said, hi. I said, I was with the client while you continuously called. And that was my reply to his email because he emailed me. Not only did he blow up my phone a couple of times, then he also emailed me to two of my email accounts. <laughs> you talking about bugaboo, my God. But That was my reply to him. I said, hi, I was with the client while you continuously called. I gave him the information that he needed. Boom, done. Now, I was still nice about it, but I did throw that word in continuous while you continuously called. (laughs) Just to let him know, like, okay, I see you calling, but apparently I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So um, we want to be nice about it, right? But sometimes you got to put a little heat behind that boundary because people will think you are playing and it's like, okay, I'm going to have to show you I ain't playing. Now, I don't mean go out there and get to fighting and all that craziness, but I just mean 
So you can stand firm by using the right words. You don't have to holler, yell, cuss, scream, but you can use the right words in order to reinforce your boundaries and to let the person know that you don't appreciate them pushing past your boundaries. So you want to communicate properly, right? Um, And so in this example, um, let's just like your friend keep calling. You know, I'm sorry, your friend keeps sending you text messages nonstop, right? And you can answer ugly or you can say, I can see you really wanted to get a hold of me, but the best thing to do is drop me a message by email. And I'll get back with you as soon as I can, right? So instead of them continuously blowing up your phone, hey, just shoot me an email Or just leave me a voice message and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Right? This is, it it, it gently, it gently, gentle. We want to be gentle, right? So it highlights their behavior, but it also lets them know, hey, I see you, but I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Right now, I'm a little busy. Okay? So remember, communicate your boundaries. Let the person know, hey, This is my boundary. I'm asking you to respect it. Boom, right? Don't set boundaries and assume that somebody is going to know that you put a boundary in place. No, they're not mind readers. So you have to communicate your boundaries and don't be afraid to communicate your your boundaries. You have the right to set boundaries. Just make sure that they are not rigid or too loose, right? You want to set healthy boundaries, okay? So if you miss, if you don't know what I mean, go back to episode one and two to gain some clarity, all right? I'm sorry, uh, well, episodes part one and part two when it comes to boundaries. All right, so next, be your biggest cheerleader, okay? Be your biggest cheerleader, What this means is in order for your boundaries to have a strong foundation, you need to show yourself a bit of love, right? You got to be your biggest cheerleader. You got to also hold yourself responsible, but also show yourself some love. Have a little compassion for yourself as you set your boundaries, as you learn how to set boundaries. And, you know, because if you're not used to setting boundaries, then it's going to feel a little hard. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you have some compassion for yourself when you do this. So think about this. If you've If you have a narrative in your head that says you're worthless and undeserving, then you're going to find it difficult to put boundaries in place that protect you. Right? And that, you know, it comes from your low self-worth and self-value. Right? And so it doesn't take much to start encouraging um, this type of mindset either. Right? And so we got to be mindful 
when we show ourselves self-love, self-worth, the more self-worth you have, the stronger you're going to be with setting boundaries and being consistent about them. Why? Because you're protecting yourself. You're protecting your emotional and your mental and your physical well-being. So the more you see your value, the more you know your value, the more you love yourself, the more you're going to want to set boundaries, right? The more you're going to want to set boundaries. If you have low self-esteem and low self-worth, then you're not going, it's going to be hard for you to set boundaries because you're going to, you're going to feel like you're not worth it. See, y'all, I'm telling y'all, a lot of this, it comes back to self-esteem and self-worth, right? So sit and think about that. You got to be your biggest champion by having self-compassion, by having self-love, and by understanding your own value. The more self-love you have, self-worths, the more you understand your value, the better you will be when it comes to setting boundaries. Right? So be your biggest cheerleader. Cheer yourself on as you work to set these boundaries. Okay? Pat yourself on the back, girl, you did good. You know, when you set the boundary, when you recognize that someone is respecting your boundary, thank them. Right? And then pat yourself on the back. Because I know that setting boundaries is not easy. Trust, I'm a therapist and I'm a human. Right? And so boundary setting is not always easy. But it's necessary. It's necessary for your own emotional, mental, and physical well-being. So make sure that you are your biggest cheerleader. And also remember, I said that, you know, most of the times when you've allowed people to cross your boundaries, it stresses you out. You release that cortisol hormone, right? But I also want you to understand that um, the more good we do for ourselves, the better we feel, right? The better we feel about ourselves, the better we are in, in, in places and spaces. And, you know, the easier it is to look ourselves in the mirror. All right. So understand that, you know, People are not going to always uh, be your cheerleader. They're not going to always be supportive. And you have to be okay with that. And you have to be able to learn how to validate yourself and stop looking for it from other people. Everybody is not going to be happy about your boundary setting. But that's okay, because guess what? They set boundaries in their life. But they're not happy because you have stopped them from getting something that they want. And you've stopped them from using and abusing you. Okay? 
So make sure you sit in this one here and think about that self-esteem and that self-worth. All right. So be your biggest cheerleader. Cheer yourself on. Have compassion. Have empathy. All right. All right. So let's see what we've covered thus far. We said that number one is. Um, set. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, set your um, set them early. Start small. Number two. Be consistent is number three. Create a framework. Number four. Feel free to add extras. Number five. Be aware of social media. Number six. Communicate, number seven. All right. And so number eight is. Gain some perspective. So what what, what they mean by gain some perspective is. Not setting boundaries can be detrimental to our physical, mental, and emotional health. But going too far and overthinking them can also impact our emotional well-being. So perspective. Perspective is understanding, right? So get a healthy level of thinking about boundaries. Get a healthy level of thinking. So what this means is be have a healthy perspective when it come when it comes to you and your boundaries. Understand why you are setting those boundaries. Okay? Be clear about why you are setting those boundaries. Gain some perspective. Gain some understanding. That's what that is saying, right? When you are setting those boundaries, like understand why you're setting those boundaries. What are the benefits of setting those boundaries? Think about how you're going to feel once that boundary is in place. Think about what's going to be taken off your plate once that boundary is in place. Right? So be clear and, and, and have clear understanding about your boundaries, why you're setting them and who you're setting them with. Right. And so. Clarity. Clear understanding. When it comes to setting your boundaries. Right. We don't want to just throw boundaries out there and then we don't understand, you know, the benefits of it because we can throw boundaries out there and they can come back and hurt us. You understand? So it's good to have some good perspective. You got to sit down with yourself, go over that boundary, understand why you're setting that boundary, understand what you're going to do if the person push past your boundary. Right. Understanding that there may need to be some tweaks to your boundaries that you may have set six months ago, right? 
So make sure that you gain some perspective. Be clear in your understanding of your boundaries. Right. Assess. Are my boundaries too rigid? Are they too loose or are they just right? Can this person, you know, for some relationships, right, your 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 um, romantic relationship or family. But, you know, be be mindful now, because having that understanding, make sure you check to see, does this person have the capability to understand my boundaries? Right. And that can go when it comes to maybe the person has some sort of learning disability. Right. Maybe it's their age. Right. Developmental stage. And they they don't get it. So, you know, be mindful of that. Right. Be clear about your boundaries. Right. When you guys sit and you do your assessment, you know, with the boundaries that you need to put in place, like when we finish this series or as you go throughout the series, I want you to be mindful and really sit and think about the boundaries that you've put in place, you know, and just making sure that you are asking the right question so that you have a clear perspective when it comes to your boundaries, how to set them, the benefits, what you're going to do if somebody push past it um, and when to tweak it. All right. Clear understanding. I, I know I keep saying it, but it's so important because if you're not clear about your boundary, the people that you're setting the boundary for may not be clear either. OK, so gain some perspective. Right. And so our last. um way of setting and maintaining good boundaries is enjoy some self-reflection right and so what 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 this means is enjoy some self-reflection this means to successfully introduce and set boundaries It's key to understand, like I just spoke about, why they're each important to you and how they will benefit your emotional, mental, and physical well-being, right? I just kind of spoke about this here, right? And so, as I stated, setting boundaries can be uncomfortable, And when you're setting the boundary and you're feeling uncomfortable, go a little deeper and ask yourself, what's making me uncomfortable about setting this boundary? Write it out. Face it. Because I would rather for you to face it in your uh, exploration stage instead of when you're standing in front of the person. Because if you wait until you're standing in front of the person, then this can reduce your chances of setting that boundary. Right. Especially if this person is aggressive, they know how to talk you into anything. They know how to push your buttons. They know how to shut you down. Right. So 
when you're in that exploratory phase of sitting down and thinking about the boundaries that you need to set, make sure that you are, you know, like I said, ask, asking yourself those questions that I list about two minutes ago, right? What, you know, why do I need to set this boundary? What are the benefits of the boundary? You know, what if they don't uh, respect my boundary? What are the consequences of pushing past my boundary? When do I think I may need to adjust my boundary? Is my boundary realistic? Does the person have the capabilities to carry out um, respecting my boundary? Right? That's during that self-reflecting, you know, uh, maybe going back, looking at the boundaries you already have in place as well as new boundaries you want to set. Right? Clarity. Consistency. Intentionality. Balance. Those are the four words I want you to make sure you write down and keep in mind when it comes to you setting boundaries. All right? So let's review. 10 ways to set and maintain good boundaries. Number one, start small. Number two, set them early. Number three, be consistent. Number four, create a framework. Number five, feel free to add extras. Number six, be aware of social media. Number seven, communicate. Number eight, be your, your biggest cheerleader. Number nine, gain some perspective or understanding. And number 10, enjoy some self-reflection, meaning be clear about your boundaries. Right? So those are 10 ways to set and maintain good boundaries. I hope you guys are taking notes. I hope you wrote them down. Uh, please go back and listen, come back and listen to this episode as many times as you need to. I really want you guys to get this. Okay. I really want you to really be able to set healthy boundaries. Please. Okay. This is part of learning how to live authentically. Right. We can't be authentic if we if we're not setting boundaries. Right. All right. So. Lastly, I just wanted to talk about recognizing the boundaries of others. As we think about setting your own boundaries, it's important to appreciate those of others, too. Right. Because as we set boundaries and we want people to respect our boundaries, we have to also respect other people's boundaries as well, even if their boundaries are different from yours. Right. And so the question is, so how can you determine what another person's boundaries are? And how, you know, uh, how, um, I'm sorry. I'm getting tongue-tied here. What we want to do is pay attention. 
right? We want to pay attention to uh, the do's and don'ts of in other people, right? So if you have a friend, you want to pay attention to her do's and don'ts. You want to pay attention to how she responds to you um, because you can kind of see there, you can kind of see when uh, the person's boundaries, right? Based off of sometimes their reaction, based off their conversation, their behaviors, right? Um, their communication to you. And if you're not clear, just ask. Right. Just going back to our um, example earlier when with the friend who just keeps sending the messages. Right. So you could just say, you know what, can I message you later? Right. Or when is a good time to message you? Right. And so then there you're kind of starting to set up a framework. And this is you seeking to see what the boundary is for this person, right? So if they come back and say, um, well, you know what? You can give me a call tonight after seven. Boom. Boundary. Don't call me before seven. <laughs> right? I'm not available until after seven. Like that's a simple, easy little boundary, right? You want to use your common sense. If your partner hates using social media, there's a good chance um, they won't want those, um, you know, couple selfies plastered all over the Internet. Right. I'm sorry. I'm just coming out of left field. So what I'm doing is I'm giving you an example of recognizing other people's boundaries. So if your partner does not like, you know, let's just say your partner does not have an Instagram or Facebook. I hope y'all already had the conversation as it relates to why, right? And if they say, well, you know, I just really don't like my business being out there. Boundary. That's 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 them telling you right there that that's a boundary. I don't like my business being put out there. So every time you go to take the selfies and the couple, you know, pics and all of that, remember he don't like his business out there. So every time y'all go somewhere, you can't always put that stuff on Facebook. You need to ask him to respect his boundary. Right? Hey, babe, I know you don't really like social media posting, but do you mind if I put a couple of pictures of us on Instagram? Here are the pictures I like to put up, right? This is you identifying his boundary that he don't like to put his business out in public. This is you asking him if it's okay for you to push past the boundary. And this is you getting his permission to put what, you know, the, the information out there, right? So just kind of common sense. Don't just go throw stuff out there because then you're sitting in an argument that could have been avoided if you would have respected his boundaries. Right. You know, I I, I don't like that. Uh, you know, I had a friend and we went out one night and the next day I went on social media and all the pictures was, was on. Not all the pictures, but there was a lot of pictures on Facebook that. I was not okay with, right? So I found myself calling her, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I thought I had already put it out there that I don't like, um, you know, 
what I'm doing offline does not need to be put online, right? And so I had to call her and say, no, ma'am, take down picture 12, 14, 11, 6, 9. Basically, take all the pictures off of me, um, you know, but I did say I did give her a few photos that I was OK with. But I also set the boundary with her right then. Right. I thought I had already put it out there, but I don't maybe I didn't put it out there as clear. So I had to set the boundary then. Hey, when we go out can you please like either ask me first before you post anything related to me? Um, and that's what she started doing, moving forward, you know? So she, I set the boundary and she respected that boundary. So if we went out or whatever, she would say, hey, can I put a picture of us on social media? Yeah, which one you putting? This one? Okay, cool. Boom, just like that, right? So I set that framework. I set the framework, hey, I don't like for my for what I do offline to be put online. Right? So it's all about, you know, when we're trying to recognize the boundaries of others, it's paying attention, it's communicating, it's asking questions, it's using your common sense, it's listening. Right? It's listening to your partner when they talk. Because we all communicate our boundaries. Um, sometimes they just may not be clear, right? But we do feel like if you're if we feel that you're listening, then we feel that you heard us when it come when it comes to you know us setting the boundaries, but that's not the healthiest way. You want to you want to be clear about it. So when you set your boundary, communicate. And when you're trying to work to identify and respect other people's boundary, communicate. Right. A lot of arguments can be stopped if you listen, communicate and pay attention. Think before you act. Right. That's that's it. Think before you act. OK. So. This was a good one, y'all. I hope you guys are enjoying this series on boundaries. And so I just want you to understand, again, boundaries are essential to your mental, emotional, and physical health. Now, as we recap, I, 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 you know, as I stated, boundaries can be uncomfortable. People can think that you're being confrontational. You're not, you're being mean. You've changed. You, you think you better than them, all this and all that. But that's why it's good to exp have conversation and everybody is not going to be pleased. And it's not about you trying to please everybody, right? It's about you working to set those boundaries in your life in order to protect your emotional, physical, and mental well-being, right? We don't want to be aggressive um, unless we need to, right? Like if you're in a unhealthy relationship, if you're, you know, whether it's romantic or friendship and, you know, um, you feel like your feelings keep being overlooked or you feel like, um, you know, uh, this person is being disrespectful or, 
you know, then you got to set the boundary. But I want you to um, clearly understand that everybody is not going to be happy about your boundaries. But hey, that's the difference between setting boundaries in the middle of a relationship versus setting them at the beginning. But we're not here to please everybody. Right. So if you can properly communicate your boundaries, they don't it don't have to be forceful. Just state and hope and uphold. State and uphold. You don't have to be aggressive or any of that unless it really causes for that. If you're in danger, you're in an unhealthy relationship, um, somebody is like taking uh, um, taking. um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Advantage of you financially, you know, like but. It's not going to always feel good. People aren't going to always be happy. But at the end of the day, you have every right to set your boundaries. I also want you to understand that you may feel some feelings of guilt. But setting boundaries is a form of self-love, self-care. It shows that you... Understand your self-worth and that you have self-value. Right? So boundaries are essential and you should not feel guilty about protecting you. Last, I want you to understand that boundaries, it takes time. It takes time if you're not used to doing it. It takes time for other people to get used to your boundaries. It takes time to uh, be consistent and it takes time to uphold and hold accountable, you know, hold people accountable of respecting your boundaries as well. But guess what? Your mental, emotional, and physical self is going to thank you for setting those boundaries. Your future self is going to absolutely be so thankful that you set those boundaries. Okay? So, I hope that this was very helpful. Please, Take some time, some intentional time, undisturbed time to sit and listen to part one, two, and three. I am, mm, this might, I don't know. Let me think about it because this might be the last episode when it comes to boundaries. But if I come up with something else, please let me know. Or if you guys uh, have any ideas for a part four, if you feel like I've left something out, please feel free to um, message me, DM me on social media um, at Mission Dorothy. And let me know. OK, and if it's something that I feel uh, will be beneficial, I will definitely come back with a part four. But in the meantime, I need you to really sit, take copious notes, 
for part one, two, and three. And also, I want you to please share this with anybody that you feel have issues with setting boundaries. Please send them the link to the podcast episodes. Uh, This podcast is uh, on Apple. It's on Google. It's on um, Spotify. Uh, I think it's on Stitcher. It's on several different um, platforms. So please Send them the link if you know someone who has issues with boundaries, right? This information, y'all, is free, okay? So please share it with the people that you care about um, because I just want to be able to help as many people as I can, right? Everybody can't sit on my couch. My beautiful blue couch, ugh. Um... I miss y'all sitting in here with me, um, you know, my for my clients and um, old COVID, right? But everybody can't sit on my couch. And so that's why I do this podcast, um, A, because I want to, I want this podcast to be an extension of the therapeutic services as well as the women's empowerment services that I uh, give. I want this to be an extension for when we're not in session and you need some positivity or a positive word or, you know, a lot of times I, my clients will say, oh, Miss Williams, I started to, uh, I heard you in my head or I just needed to hear something positive. You guys can come to this podcast and um, I'm trying to give you what you need, Right. And so I'm trying to cover topics that I see in my clients out here in the world. When I talk to other therapists, I'm trying to give you guys information that you can use to transform your life for the better. Right. So that you can have positive. I'm sorry, a um, better quality of life. Right. I'm trying to teach you guys how to live authentic and walk in your shoes and be proud of it. Proud of you. Okay. All right, y'all. That's it. That's all. I am out. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Um, And I will see you in the next episode. Have a good one. Thank you so much for your time. Please feel free to leave me. Um, if you have, if this, if my content is blessing you, Please don't hesitate to leave a um, a review for me on Apple. I will greatly appreciate that. Um, I would love to get my uh, reviews up there. So please, if you feel that this podcast is helping you, please leave me a review on Apple. Okay. On Spotify, I don't think you can leave reviews. Um... But also, if you look down in my show notes, you will see a link to where you can also leave me a voicemail and uh, you can leave your message there. You know, if this podcast is helping you um, work through some things and enhancing your quality of life, you can definitely leave me a message there. Um, And who knows, I may play it in a um, future episode. Also, you can also leave your positive comments there as well. Um, and if there are any topics that you would like for uh, me to cover or, you know, to consider covering as well. So 
there should be a link there for you to be able to do um, to do um, to do that for me. OK. All right, you guys, I'm out. Have a good one. Bye.